All right. That was good. How do you follow a Mad Lib? Like, I don't understand how you do that. Y'all mind if I get comfortable? This is, to be honest with y'all, this is my second time here. Which, no, that's, that's, that's embarrassing as hell, because why do I have so many bad sex stories? If you remember, if you were here a couple months ago, this makes sense later on. If you were here a couple months ago, I told a story about how I lost my virginity and how my mother played a very integral part in that. But I'm back. I've learned, right? I want to take you to a place where I definitely grew up, and that place is called college. Uh, yeah, we apparently, thank you for growing up in college. Uh, so I was 17 at the time I lost my virginity. So by the time I turned 19, I was ready to go. As a young man who had not had much exposure to women, I went to an all-boys Catholic school in New York City. I was very, very biblical and, re and religious. But uh, I needed to break out. I went to a very liberal college in the East Coast. Uh, there was a lot of randomness going around, uh, including my school, which is in the middle of the woods. But it's part of a consortium. Four other schools I had access to, two of them being all female institutions. I was very excited by this prospect. So I'm 19, and uh, I'm vigorously dating, I guess, but it's not really dating when you're just kind of hooking up and then not talking to them ever again. <laughs> not because of me. There were sometimes I would not talk to them again, and sometimes they wouldn't talk to me again, despite all of the calls and Facebook messages I left. Uh, so there, there was uh, one particular evening where I was at a party uh, at one of these all-girls schools, and I met someone, and she was great. She was funny. She was a great dancer. And I wanted to take her home with me. And by home, I mean my double back in school, which means I had to get my, housemate, uh, my roommate out, but uh, I wasn't worried about that at the time. But let's take a step back for a second, because I want to set a little bit of context here. As the host said, I'm a proud Puerto Rican New Yorker. And as such, there's a lot I've learned about women, about myself, about where I come from, just based on what I've seen. And when I got to college, I didn't realize that there was this thing, this stigma, this perception, this judgment out there that if a man of color sleeps with a white woman, that's a sign of status. I didn't know that. Or at least I didn't know that that was a conversation that I needed to be having with myself. So this particular woman who I ended up hooking up with at this party is a woman of color, Caribbean woman. And uh, we met at, a, at actually a party that was specifically for students of color, like affinity groups and coming together and, 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 and celebrating. Uh, I forget what at the time, because I was 19 and I did not give a fuck about much. Uh, <laughs> However, uh, the pursuit wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. I, I used to be a really awkward-looking kid when I was in high school, and somehow in uh, college I grew up to you know, be Idris Elba or something like that because I was, I was feeling myself. I was dating and whatever. But anyway, back to this girl. We met at this party. It was great, and then she ends up coming back to my school, which was a big deal. 
So we're on the bus, and we're chatting, and we're getting to know each other. We're talking about the classes we're in, and if we had anybody in common, and if we're on this thing called Facebook, which came out like the year before. Uh, and so we get back to my spot, and we're making out of my couch, and I was like, oh, do you want to go to my room? Yeah, I'll go to your room. And we walk up to my room, and I open the door, and I look inside, and my roommate's not there. So I'm like, oh, yeah, let's, let's do this now. We're doing this right now. So I waste no time. I slam the door. I lock the door. I immediately take off my clothes because I'm awkward, right? I started having sex two years before, but it doesn't mean I was having sex all the time. <laughs> this is probably like maybe the sixth person in my whole life that I've ever hooked up with uh, religiously, as they say. Remember, I went to a Catholic school. That, that was supposed to be funny. Never mind. Uh, so but I was immediately naked because I, I was just, like, not giving a fuck. And she was like, okay, well, you gave me no time. But uh, I, I'll take off my clothes anyway. But she didn't say this, but I saw it in her face because you know how women give you this look and you know exactly what the fuck she's saying. Uh, so that was happening. So she's slowly taking off her clothes, and I'm just standing there. Like, I'm, I'm ready to go, girl. Like, let's do this. Um, so she uh, takes most of her clothes off, and then that's a signal for me to start what I do. And without giving too much detail into how, I, how I've, uh, you know, gone through my process, I'm 30 now, so it's, uh, I've perfected my process. No, actually, not, no, I haven't perfected it. I've, I've, I've mastered my own process, I must say. Uh, but at 19, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, so I was going through some process. Uh, <laughs> 10 years is a long time, my friend. Uh, so... I am hooking up with this girl. I'm on top, and I'm like, hey, girl, looking at her face. I'm like, hey, I'm right here. How you doing? I wasn't saying that. This is all in my head, because I'm awkward. Remember that. I'm awkward. <laughs> hey, girl, how you doing? We're here right now. We're going to get it in. I'm so happy. This is so great. I'm so happy. I'm 19. I'm so happy. And then she stops me. And I'm like, OK, what's wrong? And in my mind, it, at this point, I didn't realize that this was like a thing that happens in men's minds of like, if a woman stops you in the middle of having sex, like it's a problem. Like something's on her mind and she wants to ask you something or tell you something or give you some feedback. And I, in my 19-year-old brain, is like, what the fuck? Let's go. So in, in building up this anticipation of like what she's going to say, I, I, I have a lot of thoughts in my brain. I'm a very hyperactive thinker, and I'm like, well, what is she going to say? Am I not good enough? Am I not big enough? Am I, uh, am I doing it wrong? Like, tell me what to do. Just tell me what to do, please. So she's, I'm sorry, that, that was too loud. I apologize for everyone who has <laughs> sensitive ears. Uh, so we're there, and she's looking at me, and I'm looking at her, and I'm giving her this face, and she's giving me this face. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, please tell me. And she looks at me, and straight face, no chaser, she goes, have you ever slept with a white woman before? <laughs> what? And it's, it's one of those questions that if you, if you answer either way, the ending's not going to be good for you either way. <laughs> so... At that point, yes, the answer was yes. I had hooked up with a white woman before, and I hadn't realized, again, going back to my context earlier, this, that this was a conversation I needed to be having with myself. <clears throat> so I look at her, and I go, why do you ask? Granted, I'm still inside of this woman, and she's asking me this question, so 
I'm stuttering because I just don't know. My brain and my dick are not thinking the same thing. And it's fucked up. The wires are really crossed in those moments. So I'm like, uh, why do you ask? She goes, I need to know right now, have you ever slept with a white woman in your life? I guess I'm back to my brain now because this is, I'm confused. I don't know why. I want to know why before I, I, I answer this question because it's so confounding to me of like, why is that a thing? Why is this, this woman of color is asking me this really pointed, specific, straight-edge question? And I'm trying to understand it while also giving not as much of myself as I wanted to. It was really vulnerable, right? And for men, being vulnerable is really hard. But thankfully, I grew up with all women, so it's not as hard for me sometimes. But in this moment, it was really confusing. So I stopped, and I pulled out, and I sat down naked, condom on, and just, just I don't know what's going on here, but I'm just like glazed over. And I'm like, well, yes, I have. Oh, I'm out. I'm leaving. Good night. And put on, I'm, well, what's going on? Don't leave me. Just, why, what are you doing? And so... It's also like 3 in the morning. There's no more buses. She ain't going nowhere. So like, we have to talk this out. Um, we're going to talk this out, girl. It's going to be OK. Uh, but we proceed to get into this naked conversation about women of color not feeling respected by men of color in that area at the time, because there weren't that many of us going to school there. And she was. Uh, really wondering why men of color are so interested in white women. And I never knew it as a sign of status. I never knew it as something that could trigger somebody or set somebody off. And I think in the reason I bring up this story, and there's really no great ending to it, uh, because I never spoke to her again after that night. And it was actually a really great, deep conversation that I treasure to this day, because it allowed me to really be introspective about how, what does it mean to choose? What does it mean to choose who you love, how to love, uh, and with whom you love? And it made me kind of understand a little bit about people who I don't necessarily identify with. I'm a straight dude, right? And I might not identify with queer folk or even women at times. And it allowed me to really think outside myself and to understand things more in a deep perspective. And from that moment, this is my sophomore year, at that moment, I decided to become a critical race theory major because I knew that in some way I needed to know more about these conversations and I needed to be in spaces like this to tell you guys that there is more conversation that we all need to have no matter what color, religion, creed you are. There are more conversations always. Nothing is perfect and I thank you so much for your time. Thank you.